Hello! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to The Tiny Room. Welcome back to Michael and Benjamin's podcast. I am the Michael of Michael and Benjamin's podcast, and I am joined by the man who knows that when that hotline bling, that can only mean one thing. It's Benjamin. Say hello, Benjamin. Hello! I, I was doing the, I was doing the gag, the same gag. Like it was... Yeah, me and Rachel had a chat before the podcast, and we decided that we're just not going to reward this behaviour anymore. You've spoiled the introduction of Rachel, Ben. <laughs> and we're, we've, we've been... <laughs> Also joined by Rachel. Hello, everybody. Sorry, Rachel. Ben ruined your introduction there. That's okay. Do you want to do it anyway? Yeah, we'll do. We'll do a, uh, an introduction for Rachel. We're also joined today, Ben. We're also joined by Ben by the original glop of Irish podcasting is Rachel. Hello. Thanks, Rachel. The original and still the best. Yeah. Oh well. There's no looking dig up, Ben. Oh no, that was digging up. Oh god. Anyway, um, Ben, uh, do the theme music there. <gasps> theme music for the podcast. We don't actually have anything music But I hope someone will mix them up for us I don't wanna name any names Rachel, I hope it's Rachel <laughs> Never not funny. Ben. <laughs> Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Um, did we see any films recently? Do you remember? We did. We did. We went to see a film. Ben, can I just let the people behind the curtain again? We're in. <laughs> we've, we have a guest in. And when we have a guest, Ben and I have to sit very close together. And, you know, our relationship has really blossomed in many ways. And I feel much more comfortable looking into Ben's eyes now. So I hope I'm not <laughs> distracted during the podcast by his. That is a he very has, one-sided comfort. Ben, you have a you have heterochromia. I do. Oh, that's interesting. I do. It's very groovy. Really? It's, a, it's a mutation. Let's have a look. Oh, you do indeed, yeah. like David Bowie. Yeah, or uh, Charles Xavier likes it. Charles, yes, Charles Xavier finds it to be a mutation in in a large amount of the population. Yeah, and he would uh, he would find that very attractive. Ben, I don't think I've ever said this to this to you before, but you're going to have to move closer to the mic and speak a bit louder. <laughs> okay, is that better? Well, yeah, probably better now. Ben, probably what, better now. Ben, what film did we see? We went to see bloody bloody Captain Marvel, Michael, and um, that was presumably quite difficult for you uh, with your famous hatred of women. My strong, burning, <laughs> and never-ending hatred of women. Yeah, remember you were always talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hate the girls. They're they're just dreadful, Benjamin. dreadful bunch of lads. Ben, very good, very good. Benjamin, Rachel, have you seen the Captain Marvel? I have not seen the Captain Marvel. I was planning to see the Captain Marvel with you two lovely gents, but my gentleman partner, long term man, yes, has some kind of virus. Yes, a bit of a Billy Ray, a Billy Ray virus. <laughs> He's got the bottom squirts. And no, the front no, just squirts. the top, just the top squirts, oh, no. the top squirts. Yeah, just the top squirts. But he's okay. Yeah, he won't be happy that we're discussing it. <laughs> won't. But look, sure look, sure listen. Sorry to Rachel's gentleman friend Billy Ray. Um, did I get the wrong end of the stick there? Is that yeah, not his a name? Little, little bit. A little bit. Know, okay. Ben. Anyway, come here. Look, we're not going to do spoilers because, as you know, Ben, uh, Captain Marvel very recently came out. Yeah, bloody Thursday. Thursday. Ben. Thursday prior to this podcast. The day before International Women's Day. The day of International. No, the day before. Probably, that, that's spoken Sorry. like a true misogynist. Yeah. <laughs> When's International Men's Day? Classic Ben. I, did, I didn't say that. November the 19th. Ben is wearing a t-shirt that says When's International Men's Day and there's a picture of Brie Larson with an X over her face. <laughs> I didn't notice that just until gonna, now. Just going to take this this opportunity to leave the tiny room um, because this is not going to go well for me at all. Too late. I'm um, blocking the door. <laughs> no, we went to see Captain Marvel yesterday. We... 
dragged ourselves kicking and screaming mentally um, from Dublin Comic Con, which was a lot of fun, but a lot of work for us. And we hauled ourselves into Captain Marvel at the Elview Cinema. Ben, Ben, let me let's do a little revelation here. Mm -hmm. I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was quite good. I'm going to have to agree with you. A very entertaining film all around, Michael. However, seeing as I'm a misogynist, I will have to say there are some glaring flaws in that film. Are any of the glaring flaws woman-related, Ben, you misogynist? (laughs) Only in terms of ham-fisted, ram it down your throat, moral lessons that don't really apply. Oh, oh, go on. on. So, the movie, for the most part, is fantastic. Brie Larson is great. Mm. So is Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn is Ben the highlight. Ben Mendelsohn is probably the best thing in the film, which we're not supposed to say about Captain Marvel, but it's true. Also, Captain Nick Fury is great as a young Captain Nick Fury. I don't know if he's a captain, Ben. Why are you calling him a captain? Why would I call him a captain? It's not everyone in the film is a captain. It's not Captain Marvel, <laughs> Captain Nick Fury, okay, Captain Ben Mendelsohn. Former, former Colonel Nick Fury, that's better. Yeah. He does he, mention that in the film, so I, I can... Definitively say that one. But um, yeah, very good film all around. Very enjoyable to watch. Very 90s. Possibly has the best soundtrack outside of Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I completely disagree with you there. Okay. But one of the best things was watching Ben, who was from the 90s, but doesn't really remember the 90s because he was too young. And all of the 90s references went straight over his head. <laughs> very many of the 90s references did not land in yeah. my case. Um, very good. Little, little, little CGI heavy towards the end. Little... I disagree, Ben. I think it was some of the best CGI. Um... The CGI that I found a bit odd was um, the the space hair. Yeah, that's. There was probably too much space hair. Mm. It looked a bit like someone um, someone came up with an algorithm for space hair, and they just applied it. And they the applied it all the time. Yeah, they they should have really gone to the Aquaman lads for a, a lesson in how to do space hair or well, underwater hair. Then the thing about look here, look, we're going to get philosophical. The thing about Rachel, you feel free to chime in here on space hair. The thing about space <laughs> hair is. So few of us in the world know what hair really looks like in space. Maybe that was incredibly accurate space hair. And it just didn't make sense to us because we're not used to looking at space hair. It's a very valid point. Thank I, you. I am I am again going to sit back here now and just contemplate that for quite a while. No, don't contemplate. contemplate. Um, it's not good for podcasts. But <laughs> overall, um, very good film. Very, very interesting. Nice to get a glimpse into the life of Nick Fury and, and where we might go for Endgame. Benjamin, it was surprisingly Nick Fury heavy. I, yeah, I, I'm not sure I'm surprised at it being Nick Fury heavy. There have been a lot of questions about Nick Fury for a very long time. And I think people wanted some answers. Benjamin... Were you, and we'll keep this relatively spoiler-free, were you slightly disappointed by the lack of gravity on the space... No, not on the spaceships. (laughs) The lack of gravity of the situation which cost Nicholas Fury his eye. It was very... Throw light. Throw away? Very light. Was yeah. it running Very holding light. scissors? It was, That's I mean, what my mum always told me. <laughs> including including a Ben Mendelsohn joke that may have been poorly timed? I, I, don't, I don't Ben know. Mendelsohn cannot poorly time a joke. Okay, a poorly chosen. No, then no. everything Ben Mendelsohn does is gold. To be fair, Ben Mendelsohn is the highlight of that entire film. It's and a, again, I know we're not supposed to say that. Why not, Ben? We're not allowed to say that. 
Ben Mendelssohn sounds like the name of someone you'd make up who broke a window in your class at school. <laughs> was it me, ego. miss? It was Ben Mendelssohn. <laughs> it was Ben Mendelssohn. No, Ben Mendelssohn is the Australian actor who was in Ready Player One and other such um, fantastic triumphs. But it is consistently the best thing in any film he is in, usually. Ben, ben loves Ben. Ben, yeah, ben loves Ben Mendelssohn because his name is Ben and it has men in it. And Ben hates Ben loves men. If his name was Ben Womandelson, he wouldn't. No, like thank him. you. No, I'd have a T-shirt with a big red X on it. Um, no but overall very good film as I said we'll do full spoilers next week and I can probably explain myself a bit more on what I mean by glaring flaws look Ben it was good it wasn't the top of the top best Marvel films but it was nowhere near the, the bottom of the bottom I would put it at the top of the middle top of the middle is perfectly fine it's up there with Black Panther it's probably the seventh best Marvel film just as a random guess seventh seventh yeah it's 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 better than your Age of Ultron. Eighth, eighth. It's, it's the eighth best Marvel film. It's better than your Hulks or your Thors. Your yeah. original Thors, not Ragnarok. No, Ragnarok, not not, not not included. Um, better than a Guardians of the Galaxy. Wait, no. On par with Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yeah, on maybe. par. On par. Not one though. Not one. No one is a phenomenal masterpiece, mm-hmm. and we all miss James Gunn very much. Um, but he's you know he's not, but he's he's Marvel dead, and that's that's no good to us. That's no good to us. Will Smith left the Suicide Squad sequel. He did, and is replaced with my boy Driss. Yeah, Idris Elba. Idris Elba's gonna step really? on up. Yeah, I think he'll be a much sexier Deadshot this time. Well, Idris mainly because it's Idris Elba. Idris Elba is much sexier than Will Smith, but Idris Elba was recently played or is going to play a character quite similar in the Super Soldier Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw movie. So Idris Elba has just fully committed to superheroes. He's now. making bank. He's, he knows where the money's at. <laughs> I liked when he was a French monk in the film Ghost Rider 2. When you said Hobbs and Shaw, I imagined Calvin and Hobbs in the cartoon. And I was like, It's weird. He's going to play a super soldier in beloved children's cartoon. Yeah. He's going to kill the tiger. Oh. How dare you. Mm. How dare you. Don't say look. such things. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Recasting. Uh, look. It's messy. Is what it is. It's messy. Benjamin, Doom Patrol is really good, isn't it? Doom Patrol is bloody excellent, Michael. I still just just think it's a great show. It's just a great show all around. It's mm-hmm. weird, it's wacky, but it's all very, very well plotted. Very well made. Good acting all around. Can't mm-hmm. see Brendan Fraser's face in a fat suit. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, I was surprised... Ben, Rachel, Rachel, Ben, you might know this. How famous is Matthew Bomer? Because I haven't heard of him until Doom Patrol. Matthew Bomer was exceptionally famous from around 2007 to... Not 2007, maybe a bit later. Maybe 2011 to 2015 when he starred in, a, in an American show called White Collar. Where he played... Um, Magnanimous con man I'm Neil not disagreeing Caffrey. with you. Yeah, I no, no, I know. I've never heard of Magnanimous this. Magnanimous con man Neil Caffrey. Um, he was. It was a classic kind of CI FBI agent um, procedural drama thing. Neil Caffrey was a very suave, well dressed con man, and he would kind of just charm the pants off people consistently, and then you know solve a solve an L murder or do an L con ben, on behalf of justice. Ben, speaking of uh, charming the people. Pants off people and doing an old con. We were at Dublin Comic Con there. <laughs> nice. That was, that was very smooth. That was <laughs> very you. smooth. We're no, we're off. We're finished with that. <laughs> okay, we're done with that now. Doom Patrol um, was good, though. It's good. Doom Patrol was very good. good. Go your, to watch. Your favourite character, Animal Vegetable Mineral Man, has made an appearance. Yeah, he was in the end of the last one. He was very good. Um, no, not the end of the last one. End of the se- third episode. Third, third episode. episode, yeah. Um, and uh, Crazy Jane is still absolutely gorgeous. What a what a wonderful woman. Just just more of her on screen, please. That'd 
that'd be that'd be great. Have you learned the actress's name yet? No, I haven't. No, cool. no, no. That's not that's not, that's not how fan crushes work. Is that because you don't see women really as people? Yeah, <laughs> they're just interchangeable objects to me, Michael. Crazy Jane, Crazy Rachel. <laughs> that's what I call. But is that not your name? Oh, rude. Is it? Oh, rude. I'm so sorry, Benjamin. Though, um, we were at the Comic Con. We were. We were quite busy. We were. Yeah, sorry if we were rude to anyone. <laughs> I was very cranky <laughs> So if anybody happened to run into me, and I was a bit abrupt, <laughs> I'm very sorry. I don't think I was in the no, interviews. If you saw me with a big sour face on me, um, screaming at Michael, saying he doesn't treat me well anymore, or doesn't take me nice places, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was having a tough day. He did. He had a bit of a moment. But Ben, it was lovely. I'm, I was joking there about being in a bad mood. It was lovely. We had a lovely <laughs> it was, day. It was great. We met so many people. So many, many people. Many, mm. many people met. Mm. Many costumes, Ben. Stacks of costume. The the costume level was on point Look. at this particular Comic-Con. There were some seamstresses. There was some foam work. It, mm-hmm. was, it was bloody great. I think, Ben, it's fair to say that a few years ago... Irish Comic Cons were, were very nascent. Is that how you pronounce that, Rachel? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Correct. Rachel. Could you help me out with a definition of nascent, please? Newborn. Ah, okay, fair enough. Thank you. Um, and they were coming into their own. But now you see, you'd see a, you'd see a bloody level of costume at an Irish Comic Con that you'd see at any Comic Con around the world now. Well, I have some anecdotal evidence for your for your theory there, Michael, because I know you love unfounded anecdotal evidence. Right. Well, um, my father. Okay. My father, <laughs> not a comic book man, right? At all, yeah. in any sense of the word, um, was was watching our Dublin Comic Con video because he heard I was going to the next one, so he decided to check out the old one again. Now, Ben, I'm just going to remind you to speak into the microphone. Don't speak to me. Sorry, I was, just, <laughs> I was just trying to look into your eyes again, Michael. Um, and what happened was he he took a look, and then he went down a, a YouTube rabbit hole uh, with lots of different con videos. Mm. And I said to him, "Ah, well, you know, the standard in Ireland might be a little bit behind that you see in the US." <gasps> okay. Yeah, I know, I know. So, so, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he I means know. women. I know. You know he means women. <laughs> he doesn't not, mean the standard. He doesn't oh, even mean the standard of the costume. <laughs> <laughs> he just standard means the, of women. the standard of women is a little bit behind the US. Benjamin. Oh, Jesus. Um, but anyway, my father vehemently disagreed with me. My father vehemently disagreed with me. He turned to me and he goes, No, son, I don't think that's fair at all. I was looking at some of those costumes. They're much better I love than some of the American costumes. Does your dad yeah. call you son? He does. He son all we the had time. a discussion about son this. Son all the time. Oh, that's nice. I'm, I'm always sunned. Now, Ben, speaking of you um, wrestling with your father... <laughs> I've, ru- I've ruined that segue Ben we're, we, we, brought, we brought Rachel in back in today because she's the original grammar slave of podcasting sorry Rachel just one just one second there I do not wrestle with my father I would like that out publicly and, and just no I wrestle with my father oh, yeah we God. didn't mean women in love style wrestling Jesus Christ if you don't know that reference look it up on YouTube I don't know what that is <laughs> that's I your, don't know what that is that's your homework it's very homoerotic is wrestling it? scene in front of a fire Really? Oh, it's the D.H. Lawrence yes, one from the really terrible movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oliver Reed gets a oils himself up in front of a fire and has that. I do know what he's talking about. Now. Yeah, there you go. You Oliver and your dad. Reed. Yeah, from Gladiator. Yeah, way yeah. back in the sixties. Back when he was young and nubile and oily. Oh, oh very good. Um, very, very, very big. So we are here, Ben, because today we're going to speak about the influence of the the noble art of wrestling, mm-hmm. or as you say, wrestling. Mm-hmm. on the popular culture on the popular culture psyche it's had quite an effect in, in some more in a transitional sense than anything else but yeah it's, it's, it's interesting so Ben do you want to tell us what even is wrestling 
This is quite mean. But, uh, <laughs> I'll give it a go. Um, there are there are two branches of wrestling. Oh, you have you have your. I don't know whether it's called amateur wrestling, right? Whereupon it's more of an athletic sport. Oh, practiced at oh careful. Okay. A point-based system that is marked based on technique, merit, and... Oh, careful, Ben. Careful. careful Submission. Oh, oh, Submission. Now, you can see it in the Olympics. Hercules and Oliver Reed used to do it. Yeah. In the nude. In the nude. nude. With some oil. Mm-hmm. And then you have professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Which involves much the same level of skill and athleticism. Very good, Ben. However, yes, it's far more involved in pageantry. Oh, oh, interesting. What about those who have straddled both genres, like Kurt Angle? That would be more the domain of you two, right? <laughs> than See, mine. he was an Olympic wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, but then became a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you could maybe give a, a much better definition of what we'll be talking about today. Then I doubt we'll be touching much upon each other. Olympic <laughs> or Greco-Roman wrestling? We haven't even Greco-Roman wrestling. That's Michael's <laughs> specialist area. I look, Ben. I I'm pretty good at wrestling. You love an old Greco-Roman rum. I uh, I love to wrestle. We have we have grappled on many an occasion. Yeah, we have. It's uh, I like yeah. wrestling, Ben. Uh, well, do you want to have a quick wrestle? Quick <laughs> no, grapple. Oh, careful now. There's too much water on tables. Rachel, I wasn't expecting so, that. Michael, what we're here to talk about really is the the spread of the professional wrestling into the world of film and TV, and particularly our our genre of nerdery zones. Yeah. So. Do you want to tell us a bit about some of how how you have been influenced by wrestling films in so, your life? <laughs> Clearly, obviously, yeah, very much so. Because you've, um, you've got the guns. I've got the guns. I've got the pythons. Yeah, I'm flexing now. I don't know why. This is an audio medium. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start by I suppose last night I was talking about this with my long-suffering gentleman partner man particularly suffering at the moment particularly suffering at the moment with the vomit and Billy Ray Billy Ray mm. yeah. is and that what we're calling him now Billy Ray I love you Billy Ray um, we were talking last night about the transition of mainstream wrestlers into the film world and the pop cultural word, world mm-hmm. and he said to me um, well what he's going to talk about like are you going to talk about like people like Ace the Body Ventura Ace the Body Ventura. He has confused Jesse the Body Ventura and Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Amazing. And when I called him on this, he said, I'm sick. (laughs) So I decided to focus maybe my main attention on the first kind of mainstream wrestling celebrity um, in the genre. Because I know Ben loves the genre. In the genre. So um, let's talk about... Terry Bollea, a.k.a. Oh. Hulk Hogan, a.k.a. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. And let's talk about his major film that everybody has seen in their life. <laughs> not that one, Ben. ben. Can't oh. talk about that oh. on the pod. Oh, we could, but we're not going to. We oh. could. Only we can, we can leave a link, can we, for people? Um, <laughs> can we? I don't know. No, we get, we get demonetized. Google Hulk Hogan Bubble of Sponge. Um, you'll find oh, out everything oh, you need goodness. to do there. Yeah. Oh, God. Well. He made a sex tape, Ben. I know. I know what she's talking Have you seen it, Ben? I have seen the sex tape, You have seen it. Have you seen it, Michael? No. I originally thought it was his daughter, Brooke Hogan, 
and I clipped and sadly you thought he made a sex tape with his no, own no, daughter no 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 I mistook the Hogan I didn't realise it was Hulk Hogan Why? but she looks like Hulk Hogan she does look a bit like Hulk she's Hogan she's very like Hulk look, Hogan that tape came out when I was like formative Brooktini 17, 18 oh, oh I see, oh, I see. okay yeah. Yeah, we were clicking age. on lots of links we shouldn't have clicked on back then I see you know when that hotline clicks yeah exactly <laughs> it can only mean more viruses, no nothing to rhyme viruses. with that uh, <laughs> Very good. Um, Rachel, on the podcast, we usually refer to Hulk Hogan as Terry B. Terry B. Yeah. Okay. Terry B. So. Terry Balea. Terry, Terry B. Hulky H. Hulky H. Terry Hollywood H. H. Um, not to be confused with Triple, Triple H. H. Yeah. Not the Triple H. Well, well, he is. He is all about the game. Was that a thing? Did you do it on purpose? I don't Was know. Did you get Hunter Hearst Helmsley? I don't know. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I don't know. That was kind of pre-trips going to yeah. Triple H, wasn't it? Was when it? he went to WCW. I don't know. Uh, when he went to the NWO. Mm. Oh, good God. But anyway, um, so I decided last night in prep for the pod that I would watch No Holds Barred. Oh, classic. Which good. was the first kind of transition film. Ben, have you seen it? I haven't seen you it. You haven't, right? That's your, your thing to do tonight. Michael, Rachel, can you I remember? Have, I have seen it. But many moons ago. When you were a child. And it was Hulk Hogan. But did he play Hulk Hogan? Was that no. his name? No, it was Terry Funk. No, that's, no, that's another wrestler. wrestler. He <laughs> played Rip Thomas. Yes, he did. Oh, my now, goodness. Now, the interesting thing what is that this film was the first WWF, as it was known then, now WWE. That was their first venture into filmmaking. Oh. So they, him and uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, who I'm sure is listening to this because I'm sure if there's any mention of wrestling, he's listening, yeah. um, decided to make a film. So they sent off a team. They employed a team of scriptwriters, and the deal was Vince would fund it. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, that's Vince. Vincent Kennedy he's, McMahon. he's the guy with the big tuft of hair that I see with the big bulging eyes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's him. him. Yeah, he, owns he it, would. He? he owns it. He yeah. would fund it. And then out of the profits, Hulk would pay him back. Mm. He hasn't paid him back yet due to the fact that the film made nothing. Aww. So Did it went. make nothing really or did it make nothing in a kind of the producer's sort of way? It made nothing really. Okay. It made nothing really because what they kind of decided to do was they got a team of scriptwriters to write this story about a wrestler played by Hogan. But they didn't want to use the Hulk Hogan brand because... Hogan was trying to branch out into cinema and they thought it would make more revenue. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. But when they got the script back, they didn't like it. So they decided, like two transition year students, to lock themselves up in a hotel room for 72 hours and rewrite the script. So who is this? Hulk Hogan and Vincent Kennedy McMahon? Hulk Hogan and Vincent Kennedy McMahon decided that the professional scriptwriters that they had employed did not do a good enough job. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, and ben often rewrites my scripts. It, well... It's very necessary. This was... Unless the original script was dog shit, they should <laughs> not have rewritten it. Um, the story is kind of about a guy who is a wrestler and he's an all-round good guy. Some of you might have seen the thing I put on Insta last the, night. The Insta story. <laughs> about his charity work and he loves children and all of this kind of thing, you know, and it portrays Hulk Hogan, it's supposed to portray him not as a single dimension character like say your prayers, train, mm-hmm. take your vitamins, don't American take, flags. yeah, American be a flags, American. be a real American, Doctor, Dr. Zahorian taking steroids, all that kind of stuff, sex tapes. Um, Finding your own daughter attractive. Fun, <laughs> uh, uh, all of those mm-hmm. things. 
Um, it's supposed to portray him as an everyman. So in one of the scenes, he's being... But he's huge, Rachel. No, but he's being seduced by a lady. Oh. He, he's being seduced. He is being seduced I by see. a lady. Because they wrote it basically... The whole idea of the thing was to get Hulk mainstream, but also to take a pop at Ted Turner. Oh, who, hey, do you know who Ted Turner is? We don't like Ted Turner. We don't like Ted Turner. I, I understand the Ted Turner in the 90s was something of a... Was this the 80s? This was the late 80s, 89. The late 80s. Yeah. I understand yeah. that around the, the, the late 80s to the early 90s, Ted Turner was a bit of a villain in all forms he of was. media. He was. But... The thing is, he's portrayed that way by Vincent Kennedy McMahon, who may well be Satan. Yeah, he is quite villainous. <laughs> really? He is a villainous man. Yeah. Could we do more on this after we finish with the Hulk Hogan movie? I'd like to hear okay, a lot yeah. about it. I'd like to hear a lot more about this. So anyway, in this scene where he's being seduced by this lady and she takes him to this very posh French restaurant because nice. the villainous Ted Turner style character is played by... Um, Donald Kurt, Trump. Kurt Fuller. Oh, you know, the guy, he was the estate agent in Elvira. Wayne's World is the producer of the yeah, thing. The, you know, he's yeah. your typical smarmy bad guy. A typical smarmy bad smarmy guy. Smarmy corporate bad guy. So, Classic. yeah, he employs this woman to seduce him in mm. order to bring him over. It's a honey trap. It's a honey trap. Ah. Oh, yeah. Well, now, listen, let's not get on to you baiting women now. So, anyway, <laughs> they go to a restaurant. And I mean baiting, not as in yeah. the way we say in Dublin, bait, no. Um, she brings him to this posh French restaurant <laughs> because she wants to break him down, Ben. You know the way you do it, women. You break him down, <laughs> oh, you build him like <laughs> He doesn't really. He does. Um, <laughs> Help me. Sorry, Ben. She breaks him down and she brings him to this posh French restaurant and she thinks he's not going to be able to cope with the Olala of the whole thing. Because he has so, long hair. Because he's long hair yeah. and he's dressed in the most magnificent black and red one piece outfit. It's magnificent. Nice. It's gorgeous. Brings him to the restaurant, right? And the guy, the French waiter, comes over and he's the classic American impression of French people. Oh, sure. Good, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Well, what do I mean? Oh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Very snooty. Avec une cigarette. Sir, I do not think that would be appropriate for you. That Benjamin, kind of that's exactly what happens. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. we do not have the hamburger here yeah, and the French fries. Classic. But oh, then... Look, I hate the French. Then the L... Uh, <laughs> then the... <laughs> The kitchen staff come out and they go, oh, Mr. Thomas, you're here. And Hulk Hogan delivers his lines in perfect French. Oh, yes. Oh, well, now, perfect French. By to, Hulk Hogan standards. By Hulk Hogan standards. Well, perfect French to people who don't speak French. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, the whole thing kind of. Where did the character learn French? I don't know. That's never explained. Oh. So he's this all around good guy. Yeah. And this smarmy guy. Ted wants billionaire Ted wants to bring him over to his promotion oh, he wants oh, yeah, he wants to start a wrestling thing mm-hmm. but Rip has this weird finger thing right leave it uh, it's a weird finger thing that I can't do leave right. it um, it's kind of like you know when people oh, do that thing. the hang, the hang ten, 10 thing but the this finger, what's this finger called? That's the index finger. Your index finger is also no, bent. that's the ring finger. Your ring, ring finger, finger is also bent. Right. Oh, I can't do it. Anyway, so he does this thing. He's got the shocker. Shocker, shocker. That's not appropriate. No, because your middle finger, your I don't know what you call that middle finger. Middle finger. I only know what I call it, and it's not appropriate on the podcast. The horns. The horns, but yeah, no, no, there's... A, this anyway. one? But the thumb is also... There's a lot of fingering going on here now. Come on, <laughs> stop. Um, but he does this with his fans and they go, rip it up. Because his name is Rip. Okay. He's got a brother called Randy. 
There's oh. a name you don't hear very often now. Oh, Randy's yeah. gone. Randy. Randy was replaced by Horny. Yeah. Not I'm, as a name. No. <laughs> not, not as a name. Um, so anyway, he's trying to get him over. So he tries the honey trap. Doesn't work. Of course. Because the woman falls in love with oh. him. He, he converts Rip. the honey he trap. He converts the oh. honey trap. Conversion. He flips it. Yeah. He puts that thing down, flips it and reverses it. Because mm. she nice. realizes that he's a good guy. He's works for charities and every man. He's he has French, a heart of gold. He rides, a, hair. he rides a motorbike. He's definitely not balding. There's a lot of references to teeny wangs in this film. <laughs> oh, it's one of those classic late 80s movies. Exactly. So if you think mm. about Hulk Hogan and, you know, the deposition he gave about Hulk Hogan and Terry Bollea's genitalia. Again, if you haven't seen it, look it up on the yeah, internet. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, so it's kind, of, it's kind of bolstering up this thing that obviously Hogan has a thing about appendages and likes to talk about yeah, appendages a lot. He trumps it. So when his plan doesn't work, he decides when... Billionaire Ted's plan Billionaire doesn't Ted. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you again. He goes to a dive bar one night oh, no. to watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. Now, in the dive bar, there is a classic 80s trope. Love, Ben loves that word. Trope. trope. Love a trope. Which is the homophobic slur. Oh, yes! So him and his two little lackeys go into the bar and they're like... Um, looking around and the woman says I think you'll find the gay bars across the street you know classic Boom. classic homophobia <laughs> Boom. this is where all the teeny wang stuff starts when he goes there he notices that there's an amateur wrestling promotion where people are hitting each other with chairs and stuff so mm. I'm imagining a young Paul Heyman sitting in his mother's basement going I could do this because <laughs> the guy goes these people are sick and I can imagine Paul Heyman was the ECW founder Extreme he, he invented extreme wrestling. He, Thank you yeah. very much. So thumbtacks and oh, all really that kind of stuff. the really messy okay. stuff. So I'd imagine that he was watching this young adolescent Heyman going, "Oh my god!" at home. That's, that's a Paul Heyman impression. That's a great Paul. I think it's a Joey Styles impression because um, <laughs> he goes, "These people are sick," and uh, he eventually brought out ECW in 1992. So. The film kind of goes on like this and then we meet Zeus mm. played by... Oh my God, what a name. Not a wrestler. Not a wrestler oh. and not an actor. No. Oh. So, kind of difficult. In this film, he communicates truly only through the medium of this. Because uh, 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 like he's so angry he can't talk. Okay, I'm going to find out his real name. You keep, um, you keep going on there. Did you ever go to school with anybody who had an ironic nickname like that? Like he's tiny because obviously very big. Oh yeah, but he's obviously yeah. very big. No, yeah. I, nicknames weren't a thing in my school. Why they we not? I spoke Oscuelga and it's all hard right. to brand people with nicknames Oscuelga. I can think of a few. Um, yeah. Michael, how about you? Any like shorties, curlies? Uh, we had a guy called Bellox and he didn't have locks. <laughs> all right, okay. Bellox. Yeah. Bellox for the people band. People would tell him to shave off his locks, but he didn't have he didn't any have locks. Any all right, get rid of those side prints. Yeah, yeah basically. Wow, okay, yeah, he look. was the original one. No, I think that was probably after The Simpsons. After the Simpsons, Simpsons is quite old. It is, actually, mm. but so am I. Um, <laughs> so anyway, this goes on like this, and he gets his Zeus, and he offers to have a competition. And the winner of the competition will win $10,000. And it's called... That was more back then, then. Yeah, okay. it might be 100000 it was called the Tough Guy Competition. Oh, wow. Now, that could only have been written by Vincent Kennedy McMahon and Hulk yeah. Hogan. What's yeah, this yeah. film called? Uh, no Holds no Barred. No Holds Barred. Anyway, Great name. Film goes on in such a way that Zeus uh, Zeus becomes this kind of famous character. Rassler, exactly. And Hulk's brother in the film, Randy, who I've already mentioned. Oh, it's Debo. It's Tommy... It's Tommy Lister. Tommy, Tommy Lister. Lister. That's what I said. T- Tiny Lister. Tommy Tommy Lister is a very, very famous kind of 
character appearance actor, most notably in Friday, where he became a black culture icon. Really? Yeah, yeah, he became a black culture icon in in Friday because he played the neighborhood hood who would always steal your stuff, so you had to hide because Tebow was coming. Oh wow! Okay. And he would, it's, he's a whole thing. Like it's a whole thing. Uh, Tommy Lister became quite significant. Um, he now does kind of appearances on various uh, hipster YouTube channels. Oh wow! Okay. That's his new career. That's my homework um, this afternoon. Yeah, mun- check out Munchies, uh, California Munchies, and Tebow is their culinary host. Nice for the for the day. Yeah, so Tommy Lister. So anyway, Zeus, Tommy Lister, yeah. aka ah, Zeus, yeah. not a wrestler, not a wrestler. Um, Randy, Rip's brother, goes to see him. He oh, no. finds out he's his brother, and he pulverizes him oh, into a coma. Classic eighties. Follow classic a Rocky coma. Trope. Follow a coma by a wheelchair. Oh no! Okay, so eventually Rip decides that he has to fight him because, of course, to he avenge ha- Randy to avenge Randy. And also, there's a weird thing in it where evil billionaire Ted tries to have Samantha, the girl in the honey trap, raped. Oh, that's not it's great. really oh, no. weird. It's really weird. Like That's so casually thrown in there. And Hulk chases down the guy on his chopper. Now, oh, this good. film is famous for a couple of things. It is famous for its serious amount of maniacal laughing. <laughs> in fact, me and my gentleman friend... We're doing this maniacal laughing for at least an hour in bed last night before oh, we went to no. Oh, <laughs> mad. Whatever, whatever you're into, Rachel, whatever you're into. Laughing. I like laughing because <laughs> I'm such a happy-go-lucky ray of sunshine. Um, a lot of maniacal laughing, a lot of... Uh, and a lot of Hulk. I think Hulk confuses brooding intensity mm-hmm. with looking... Aroused. Oh. I'm trying to think of another word for oh. saying this. So every time he's like, so every time he's holding like a baddie, uh-huh. a boldy in his hand, yeah, to use our, our 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 proper word, he's kind of going. But he looks like he's. <laughs> he might want to mount them. He not, might want to. Mm. Yeah, well, the mount is a, a very mount important is position in, in, in <laughs> Never wrestling. Never mind. Combat yeah, it is very Never important. Um, full mount, half, half mount, mount yeah. rear mount, rear mount. Yeah, half mounts are always awkward, and then you have to be like, "Oh, this doesn't normally happen." I swear to God. Oh, Ben. Oh. Wrestling with your emotions. So anyway, um, <laughs> of course, Zeus. And batters yeah. Rip. Yeah. No, he batters him. Not Rip in, in the octagon. Yeah. First scene of an octagon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very, he's very big. He's very big. Tom very Lister. scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge. He is battered in him. And Randy is sitting by the side of the ring in the wheelchair. Oh, now his brother's going to end up in a wheelchair. Is he, then, doing, is he doing the Adrian thing? And yeah. No, lucky, no. And then he does. No, the lady's doing that, of course, because that's what ladies do. No. Yeah. But then he does the finger thing. Remember oh, the fingering that we talked about earlier? He, he, he rips it. He rips it. He fingers Hulk Hogan. He does. And then Hulk <laughs> gets the strength and he beats him. And it is because Hulk was in Rocky 3. I don't know whether anybody remembers that. Yeah, yeah. It was very abortive. He was Thunderlips. He was Thunderlips. And didn't go well. So <laughs> they decided to bring him. This was going to be his major vehicle. He beats him at the end. And then Vincent Kennedy McMahon decided to have a pay-per-view called yeah. No Holds Barred. In real wrestling. In, oh, real, in real wrestling. wrestling. In okay. real wrestling. Where Zeus was trying to. But unfortunately, Tiny Lister couldn't wrestle. He's not a wrestler, right? He's not a wrestle. Wrestling man. Not a wrestle. Not a wrestler. (laughs) Really bad lisp. He's not a wrestler. So it was a huge PR flop for WWF. Mm. And oh dear, if you have time today, if you have an hour to spare, all I want you to do is go on YouTube, type in No Holds Barred Dookie. 
and there is a famous, very badly overdubbed scene. And I, I, there's an hour where a person has just stitched it for an hour. So Painfully put it Painfully. Together. So, yep. Uh, talk about that. Did they use the app Stitcher? I don't think they used the app Stitcher because Stitcher. I'm not sure there were apps back then. No, I, mean, I don't remember. Mm. I think apps meant Solid. appetizer back then. Yeah, or... Oh. Um, no, I can't think of anything. Okay, grand. Move on. We move on. So yeah, that was it. So that was kind of Hulk's major thing. He did lots of other things after that as well. He was in enough. Three Ninjas, didn't he? Three, he, three was. He, he was. He was. I think he played Hulk Hogan in Three Little Ninjas. Suburban Commando. Suburban Commando. He essentially yeah. played Hulk Hogan. Yeah. yeah. One of the issues he had, and this is what different. Uh, he, in many ways, he forged the path for The Rock. Yes. Because mm-hmm. he played Hulk Hogan non-stop in everything for probably six or seven years yeah and he never broke the mold and that's how the rock's hollywood career started yeah the rock played the rock just the rocking about the place my my first experience of rock transition was uh metamorphic rock was <laughs> welcome to the jungle with uh sean william scott william sean scott. william scott yeah sure as it's known in america the rundown which is a terrible name. Really? Welcome yeah. to the Jungle is a much better name. Um, it's called the Rundown because he's run down. But why could they not call it Welcome to the Jungle because of I think Guns N' Roses? couldn't call it the Rundown here rather oh, than the other way okay. around. There might have been a TV show or something yeah. knocking around that maybe Don't know, though. had the same name. But um, yeah, I remember him in this where he plays a bounty hunter mm. um, bounty of hunter. sorts or a bag man, I think is what he's called in. <laughs> a um, bag man. A bag man, yeah. That's like a homeless person. Um, no, no, no. A bag man is a... Do we not know what a bagman is? No. A bagman is a man who collects things that you've lost through criminal enterprises. But so why is a bag lady a homo? Again, everyday sexism, people. On, you have to stick crazy at the front of it for it to be a homeless oh person. Oh my gosh. Crazy bag lady. Crazy bag lady. Remember, you're on a podcast, um, man. I'm on a podcast, man. You're not just yeah. talking to I have to get closer to you when I want to talk. It's nice. I don't want to do it. Um, but yeah, I remember that. And I remember thinking, this guy's very good. I quite enjoy watching films like with the Rock, the Rock Johnson in them. If you... If you go back to the The Rock's earliest days, one of his um, one of his first uh, forays into the world of TV and movies was the seminal TV show Star Trek Voyager. Go what? on. Did you ever see The Rock's appearance on Star I Trek Voyager? I did not. I did not. There's an episode I can't remember what it's called, but the, the a number of the crew are kidnapped, <gasps> I think, by the alien race, the Herogen. <gasps> Do you know anything about the Herogen, lads? The Herogen were kind of like imagine. Imagine the Predator, but real low-fi um, special effects. Okay. Okay. They were a race of almost solitary hunters, and they wanted to find the finest specimens to f- hunt and fight. They would be on Voyager. I yeah. don't remember. I might be getting this mixed up. But anyway, <laughs> uh, someone kidnaps some of the Voyager crew, including Seven of Nine. Oh, okay. You remember her, Ben? She was a very sexy yeah, lady. Yeah, she's a sexy lady. She's the girl with the, the, the eyebrow Yeah, she, she The was, cyborg. The Borg She girl. was Yeah, she was part of the Borg collective and she escaped from the Borg and she regained her individuality. She still plays sexy ladies to this day. Yes, she's... Special cameo appearance. She's a very sexy 50-something-year-old. Yes, she is. She's... Jerry... Uh, Jerry... Jerry Halliwell. Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan. It's a Jerry Ryan. The Ryan line is open. He's not anymore. He's dead now. I know. He died on Paul's birthday. Interesting. In fact, yeah. Anyway, um, (laughs) she has every Star Trek has a character who is the strong one, and they have a character who is kind of the strong one, but actually isn't. So, for example, Star Trek: The Next Generation had Worf, Mm -hmm. who was kind of the strong one, but never won a fight. 
Okay. And then it had Data, who was the actual strong one. Right. Like, Data would whoop a wharf. He would whoop him. Because he was an android. Yeah. And um, then Voyager had Seven of Nine, and she was the strong one, because she had some of her Borg's implants. Oh. And the Herogen were interested in capturing her and putting her through some trials or some such. So they took them to a planet, a kind of gladiatorial arena planet. Oh, okay. Lovely. Nice. And the reigning champion was The Rock. Oh, wow. No. Yeah. Now, was no. The Rock The Rock at this stage? Or it was, was he rock, still rock, yeah. Rocky? He was very early in his career. Rocky he Mavia. Doesn't do, he doesn't do a lot of acting in it. Okay. So is he, this pre or post Scorpion King? Pre. Pre-Scorpion King. Yeah. Because he was full on The Rock I by that stage. I think it might have been... It might be his first kind of foray into... But, you know, this is a very strong might because I haven't I haven't checked this. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> but in any ways, you, you know it's early in his career because how does he win the fight with Seven of Nine, do you think? Come on. he's fighting a lady. Does he raise his eyebrow? He does raise his eyebrow. Raise his he eyebrow. gives her the people eyebrow. And does he give her the people's elbow? He gives her the rock bottom. He gives her the rock bottom. Okay, so could, that was... Could related. someone perhaps help me with We can show you afterwards bottom. if you I'll want. I'll show you afterwards, Ben. We could, oh, form, we could record a little skit. Yeah. Great. Because <laughs> he had two kind of major moves. The rock bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then the people's elbow. Yeah, I remember the people's elbow. Remember the people. Yeah, the, the rock, rock bottom, bottom was his early. The rock bottom is a kind of, it's kind of a choke slam without the choke. Yeah, it's kind of. A, so you grab he the lift, head. No, he or? lifts them up under the arms and then he does a throw. Oh, okay. And they land on the back. And that's how he For, beats Jerry Ryan. Uh, yes, and he actually wins. I think he wins the fight, um, because because he's the rock. But yeah, that was his first kind of foray. But if he'd gone down that route for the rest of his career, he would have langu- langustined. That's the wrong word. Languished. 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 He would have languished like langustines are kind of little little uh, lobster. They are. Yeah. Um, he would have langustined as um, as just another Terry Bollea, another Terry B. Yeah. Yeah. Terry B. It wouldn't have worked. I think what saved him, and the Scorpion King was like that too. I think he rock bottomed someone in the Scorpion King. Really? Um, what saved him was the film Get... Shorty? Yeah, get uh it's um what's it called? Get Shorty is the first one and the second one is Get Cool. Get Cool. Get, get cool. cool. Where he plays uh, a slightly camp bodyguard yeah. with his own ambition. He plays against type. Yes. He plays against, he aggressively plays against type in that film. He is a fantastic little part in that film. He's partnered with who is Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. He's the bodyguard. For Vince Vaughn's Vince criminal, Vaughn. his his camp pimp criminal, and he camp what does he want to be? Criminal. He wants to be a screenwriter. He wants he wants to be an actor. Yeah, he wants to be an actor. Nice. It's very good. He does country and western music as well that's in what, that film. That's what saved him. That's what saved that's him because he played aggressively against type. Hmm. And now we love The Rock. I think the world likes loves The Rock. Loves Absolutely, rock. you can't beat The Rock. He look, was look the, at the size of him. He was the, the heft of him. That's probably steroids. Let's uh, let's be honest. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Very good. That's a good Rock reference. Rock Did you know you made a Rock no, reference? I didn't know. That was his catchphrase for a while. <laughs> me, watch me and Mick doing that. Watch me and Mick doing an example of this. Mick, how was Comic Con yesterday? Yeah, it not- doesn't matter what you did at Comic Con oh, yesterday. This is what's in the trailer for the new wrestling movie that's out at the moment where they ask him for advice and he goes, It doesn't matter. Yeah, this is okay, okay. Oh. Oh, You inadvertently did a joke. I inadvertently did a joke. Hey. Oh, subconscious mind, keep at it. The Rock, during the Walk Johnson, of course, Ben, famously, highest paid movie actor of 2016. Really? Uh, the man has made a mint. Second highest paid movie actor of 2017. Very popular with the Chinese, great bunch of lads. <laughs> Um, no, because he did. He did the. 
He did the blockbuster flop here, which was um, skyscraper. skyscraper. But it was big in big in China. Big in China. Why yeah, was it big it in China? Because it was it was made as a futuristic Chinese skyscraper. It was set in. in it was one yeah. of the genre of films, the recent genre of films, as art the Chinese a grand bunch of lads. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I remember I remember looking at the trailer, going, "Who is this for?" And then we did an episode on how the Chinese are a great bunch of lads with the yeah. Meg. It's a great podcast. We like, ah. Yeah. Oh, ah. Okay. All right. But look. The Rock, whatever. He's not really a wrestler anymore. He's a no. part-time wrestler. No, he's a part-time wrestler. He, he does yeah. pop in now and then, though, doesn't he? he yeah, he does, he yeah. Does, does appearances. Oh, he does. Wrestling fans don't like part-timers, Ben. No. They don't commit. They don't like They don't like your The Rocks. They don't like your... What's that big guy who with the willy on his chest? Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. They don't like Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar does a bit of everything, though, doesn't he? He tries he to do a bit, a bit of everything. He does a bit of everything. He's Paul... Mama. Yeah, Paul mm-hmm. Heyman, who we talked about. Paul Lee Dangerously, he is... Famously, Brock Lesnar's manager. Oh. I think in in kayfabe, as they call it, and also in real life. Now, I'm I'm sorry, kayfabe. Kayfabe is the actions that happen within the, the, wrestling, the wrestling world. world. Because sometimes they straddle, like let's say Triple H mm-hmm. trips. Mm-hmm. The original trips, not yeah. Hunter Hearst, not Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah, was in. Blade 3 yes um, he, oh, he was in Blade 3 yeah he that was. was a Stephen Cadwell fact shout out to my boy <laughs> um, uh, he does he do a pedigree in that he does a pedigree in does that yeah 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 pedigree? I looked yeah. it up on the internet last night um, but he um, famously kidnapped Stephanie McMahon oh in the thing yes, yes. In, in kayfabe they, in kayfabe um, and she was going out with who at the time she was kayfabe and in real life another long haired man Edge? Edge, no, no. not Edge, Wasn't not Christian, he... not, Chris, not Chris Jericho. Oh, come on. He test. was in Test. Yeah, I was like, he was with Albert. He's dead. Yeah, he's, oh, is he? Oh. God rest him. Um, God rest him. Rest in peace. Is Albert still alive? Prince I Albert? Think Albert is still alive. Yeah. But he called himself Prince Albert. He did call himself oh, Prince Albert. Yeah, well, of he course did. he did. Vincent Kennedy. Oh, okay. It was during the Attitude Era when everything had to be sexy. It was Test and Albert, TNA. TNA. Pretty good. TNA, yeah. Um, But the kayfabe also straddled there. Because she ended up marrying him, and now Trips and Steph are the the couple, the big bosses of WWE. Oh, yeah. the, have you ever seen the wonderful short film produced by Max Landis? Max Landis, all about wrestling. No, and this whole I have arc not. and how it it's, it's no. free on YouTube. It's very good. I watched, um, that today. I watched it a while back. I should have I should have probably watched it again before this podcast. Okay, but he charts the history of the WWE. E and how it's kind of becoming such a huge thing over time through storytelling and character building wow. and kayfabe hey, as, as you call it he doesn't refer to it as that I'm, I'm not sure but he's a huge wrestling fan but he gets many of these 90s early 2000s stars to actually star in his film wow um, and it's kind of a mock parody of the whole thing to tell the story very good very good I'll be watching Max, that Max Landis, Max Landis wrestling movie it's all free it's on YouTube wrestling isn't wrestling wrestling isn't wrestling wrestling there you isn't go. wrestling is Test dead? Yes, Test is dead. He died at 33. Wow. Wow, that's young. Very sad. Wrestlers die young. Very young. Very they take young. a lot very of it. I, I was watching a very uh, interesting thing on that also, on dying young in wrestling, with, uh, I'm going to get his name wrong, Lansley, something Lansley. Doesn't ring any bells for okay. me. Angela Lansbury. Angela, giving, it's, yes, Angela Lansbury was giving her a wrestling <laughs> I would like to, I would watch that. Career. But he was talking all about how you, you have to kind of hold back your, your big moves and how you have to really plan your fights if you're going up against certain people. So, for example, if you can do an off-the-ropes 
move. Which I clearly <laughs> I can. Right? Did I get that right? I'm just really enjoying you still over right? wrestling terms. Yeah, yeah it's an off the ropes yeah. move. Yes. Yeah. If you if you attempt to do one of those uh, early fly, in the fight, a, a high, high flying move. move, you will you will win over the crowd too early. Right. And therefore they will begin to expect more and more from you mm. as you continue the fight. So we're talking mm. about the story arc here, Ben. This will lead this is your to you thing. but more importantly, this will lead to you wrecking your body. Because if you start with such a taxing move mm. on your body and you have to continue to do that, basically you're trying to kill yourself. Well let's think for about the entertainment of other people. Dynamite Kid. I Chris don't know. Benoit. I don't know what any of that is. Dynamite Kid had his signature move was a diving headbutt. See, there you go. And That's not good. <laughs> Chris Benoit was a big fan of the diving, diving headbutt. headbutt yeah. That's not good. Which led to him after his autopsy of having the brain of a seventy-two-year-old or mm. Alzheimer's or dementia being oh from the diving headbutt. And probably and the steroids a little bit. Probably the steroids a little bit, but, but we won't. We won't talk too much about Chris Benoit yeah, because too dark. A bit too dark. Um, you know, well, that's the, oh yeah, okay, you know, never mind. <laughs> I, know, I know who that is. You know who isn't dead? <laughs> who isn't dead? Hollywood legend uh, Ace the Body Ventura. Oh, Ace oh, the Body. <laughs> What's his actual name? Jesse. Jesse the Body Ventura. He Ben is the one who all wrestlers should model themselves on. Now oh, I'm that? not sure Ben if he is friends with Hulk or not Hulk Hogan the real life Hulk Hogan Arnold Schwarzenegger I don't know if they are friends or they hate each other he's in um, No Holds Barred Jesse the Body Ventura is plays he? himself yeah he's Excellent. with um, Howard Finkel and Mean Gene Okerlund mean yeah Gene they Oakland. play themselves yeah Go all on. dead as well yeah um, Jesus no, they were they older were. guys anyway. yeah. but uh, Jesse the Body Jesse the Pet Detective isn't <laughs> dead and he's still alive and he was a governor but he was in and Ben, this is the most important thing. He was in, inarguably, the greatest film ever made, Predator. Not the Predator. <laughs> that was shite. Hey, I was just but, about to ask. No, the film Michael Predator. Jackson. No, no. Oh, oh, oh no, Michael Joseph Jackson. <laughs> um, yes, he was in the film Predator, Ben. And if you remember, he had some of the best all-time lines of anyone ever in a film. Yes. Um, he was the one who famously said. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> um, and he's not actually in Predator that long. No, no he's great in it. It's quite brief. He gets killed off pretty pretty early, but he's a horrible misogynist. You'd like him. He's one of your people. Uh, <laughs> one, of my, one of Ben's alt-right people. Yeah. I'm not a member of the alt-right. Did, he, did you just do an inadvertent Ric Flair? Woo. Oh, for Christ's sake. Oh, my sake. God. You see, he, he knows more about this. He's got a lot of subliminal on. wrestling. Yeah, I have yeah. a lot of subconscious stuff that kind of ticks along underneath. But um, yeah, Jesse Ventura, he, I mean, that movie had to be cast to make Arnold Schwarzenegger look like a convincing, um, a convincing normal person. So they got crazies to surround so him. Everyone else in the film is massive. Yeah. Any one of those special, like they, those men couldn't be special forces operatives. They're too big. Yeah, <laughs> they're not. It doesn't actually work. They're not sneaking through any bush. Yeah, they're yeah. barreling straight into the bush yeah. and making loads of noise. They're not beating around the bush, no. so to speak. Um, but did you ever hear the famous story that about Jesse Ventura and Arnold Schwarzenegger and their bicep rivalry? Did they have a python rivalry? They had a, they had a python rivalry. More. And um, they had a bet about who had the biggest biceps, so they both were constantly pumping. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's a noted cheater, 
uh, told the tailor who was measuring the competition to add an extra inch to his biceps. It would not so be the he, first or the last time a man has done that. Yay! <laughs> My 16 inch python. Well, these are probably more than 16 inches. We'll probably, a, they're probably bigger than 16 inches. We'll have a, we'll have a measure we'll off measure after them. this. We'll measure them. I don't know how big my arms are. They're not, they're not that big. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, he gets killed in Predator. Yeah. Arguably the greatest film of all time. And then he's also in the sequel to Predator, The Running Man, which isn't the sequel which to Predator. Which isn't the sequel at all. But you know what I mean. When you were a formative 80s child. Yeah, you yeah. played in Arnold Schwarzenegger films. And it's a great film. Normal. Violent Arnold Schwarzenegger films. You, when you needed someone to beat Arnold Schwarzenegger, you got Jesse Ventura, yeah. basically. Was that a Stephen King? Yeah, it's a running man but, of Stephen King short story. It, it's very it's a Stephen King short story. Yeah, one of his short adaptations. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel just said, "Was that a Stephen King short story?" Oh, and then you, you said, "He doesn't hear story. women when I'm they talk." Sorry. <laughs> oh God, I deserve that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm terribly but, sorry. It's uh, the the movie bears very little relation right. to, the, to the to the book. Um, you can, you do get to see a wonderful kidnap romance plot though in classic eighties fashion. Nice in God, the book or the movie. Stockholm syndrome. No, in the in the movie. No, he, he saves her by kidnapping her. Arnold Schwarzenegger oh with yeah the, right at the, the start yeah. the yeah. Latino lady yeah that's true um, whose name I don't know because I'm a noted misogynist yes but yeah I mean Jesse the body of Ventura a great body of work yes if you, oh. will, if you will shame on you what about his latest work Michael on his 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 television programme oh what's that now he has a television programme about conspiracy theories no, no. with June Sarpong June do you remember Sarpong. June Sarpong from, from four. four the morning programme Ben, you might remember. No. No, she's a little woman. Um, but yeah, she. it was kind of a magazine show on a Sunday morning aimed at teens yeah. that would have programs in it like the OC or Dawson's Creek or whatever. Oh, okay. And they would, her and um, your man, what's his face? Your man. Who did the sex tall things. fella, the sex thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Finger in the mouth. Um, yeah, the Vernon Kay. <laughs> family fortune show. I'm sorry, could we take fortunes. a little break there? Yeah, sure. Se- sex thing in the mouth. He was doing, wasn't he sending sexy pics of like him oh. sucking his finger and stuff? Yeah. yeah, that's not sexy. For anyone listening to the podcast and wants a future thing, very hard to pull off. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that's but, what she said. Hey. Hey. But yeah, um, they used to do this thing and she's on it. It's it's baffling. That is baffling. And is, is that yeah. on British television or on, on, on American on, television? That's American television. June Sarpon. June's, uh, unless and I... Ace the Body Ventura. Ace the Body Ventura. Host yeah. a conspiracy show. Uh, oh, God, have I made this up? Right, so I'm going to have to look this up. <laughs> oh and is, God, he, is he I? a hardcore conspiracy theorist? Yes. Oh, you two, you two he, talk about is this Is he a bit of an Alex it. Jones? Um, No, not as... Not, not quite that far not into it. Not quite that far into it. But definitely, I am sure, unless I have had a mad hallucination, I am <laughs> sure not. that like I watched a 9-11 conspiracy thing with Ace the Body Ventura. Was it all about jet fuel and how it can't melt steel beams? It was, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure oh. now... This could be this very could be Rachel. this could be very embarrassing. No, no, I, I believe you, Rachel. This could be a remote flower thing all over talk, again. Talk I believe you. I'm, I'm just no. There it is. There it is. It is a real thing. Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ace the Body Ventura. Yeah. Eight point two from TV.com and seven point wow. one from IMDb. I've been a mayor. I've been a governor. Now I get to be a detective and seek the truth <gasps> with June Sarpo. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Bonkers. He does not look good, though. There, is, what is this picture of Jesse Ventura? 70, he's, he's an almost 70-year-old man, then. No, he's he's dying his hair black, though. It's okay, ben, so am um, I. He, <laughs> what? I'm going grey. There's nothing um, I can do. I'm going to have to start dying my hair. What's June Sarpong? Is June Sarpong a kind of Agent Scully to his Agent Mulder? Is she a voice of reason? Or They is kind she... of... It's weird, because he goes out and does the investigation, and then they come back, and they have, like, a table, like, a round table. 
Mm-hmm. So nice. they all give their little parts of research. Right. Like, you know, oh, well, I interviewed blah, blah, blah. And even I June's her Even June. Yeah, it's June. really strange. And then there's two other kind of faceless dudes oh. in it as well. But it's really um, interesting. That's mad. Yeah, That's it's, mad. it's I, I think, like, I'm kind of having a bit of a fugue state here where I think I've seen one about 9-11. <laughs> I think. Well, like, I think I've seen everything about 9-11. That's true. Well, your last fugue state paid off very well. Jesse Ventura and June Sarbong do actually Exactly, have a yeah. Show, so. Look, Les, we can't forget, probably, if you ignore The Rock, who's not a wrestler, we can't forget also one of the most successful wrestlers in, in genre pictures at the moment. You can't see me. Yeah. No, not oh. John Cena. Oh, that's right. I thought we were going to talk about John Cena. Screw that guy. Um, Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista. What's wrong with John Cena? Look, John I, Cena is... I like an old John Cena. I, I like John that film. That film, yeah. yeah, that we're both talking about. Yeah, with Amy Schumer. Yeah, He's very good great. in that. He's yeah. yeah. oh. good in that. What was that one more. Uh, Trainwreck. Oh. Trainwreck. Was he in Cockblockers as well? Cockblockers was also seen that. quite funny. Mm. Um, he was in Bumblebee. Was he? Oh, he yeah. played the military man in Bumblebee. Yeah. He played John Cena. Yeah. He, played he also John Cena. plays. He also plays the dad in Stepdads too. I remember when I was in that America on my J one. He mm. was in a film at that stage. The yeah. Marine. The Marine. Yeah, I was posted everywhere. That was pre nine eleven. People. Former U.S. Marine John Cena. I don't believe he was. Oh. Do you want to, you keep Is that a thing? I didn't realize that was a thing. The only reason I know he's a former Marine, allegedly, according to my Because he watched that film. Is No, <laughs> is because I, I remember there's a fantastic skit on YouTube. And if you don't uh, have anything to do today, after you've done all the things Rachel has recommended, <laughs> type in uh, John Cena prank phone call on okay. YouTube. And you will see one poor woman in Florida become battered by an entourage of fake phone calls from a radio station in the US. And basically, they want you to pay for pay-per-view to see former US Marine John Cena tackle the ring and da da da. And they do this consistently and they have his music, dun, 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 you know this thing? Yeah. And they do it consistently. And then as time goes by, um, they don't mention that he's a former US Marine until maybe four phone calls in. Yeah, thank and you goes, for your service. And she goes, uh, and your one goes, no, I've had enough. I'm not, I'm not doing it. She copped on at this point. Yeah. And they have a girl on the other end of the phone and she goes, oh, sorry, I was just hoping that you could maybe support our troops and donate. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And goes, and then so she, they have a whole apologetic thing. Yeah. And she explains that she supports troops. And he goes, good, then you can support former U.S. Marine, John Cena. <laughs> and it's just amazing. It's just the best thing you'll watch. John Cena was not in the Marines. Oh. He was in a film called The Recruit, right? The Marine. It's called The Marine? Yeah. The Marine. It was was a, he not in the Marines? No. <gasps> It was... Uh, Everything I know about John Cena is a lie. I think you've just mixed up films and reality again. <laughs> Shit. Um, he, he, I think he's a bit of a plank. He seems like a very nice guy. He doesn't have much range. He's kind of sexy though, huh? Is he? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, like yeah. Head. yeah. Yeah, if yeah. you liked a big square head. Yeah. I like a bit of manhandling, I'd say he gets the job done. He's, he's a big man. <laughs> Careful now. Careful now, Ben. You've oh, no, Chill out, Grandpa. Look, lads, we're, we're hitting our hour here. We haven't had <laughs> okay. a chance to talk about Dave Batista. We haven't talked about Ronda Rousey. Ronda? We, we haven't Rowdy talked Ronda. We need to talk about Ronda. Is that she's, wrestling? Is yeah. She's, wrestling? she's a wrestler now. She's a wrestler now. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's what got happened into wrestling. Day? She just gave up? She got battered. She got battered <laughs> by <laughs> Holly Holm. Yeah. That was the end of it. Has PTSD. No, uh, no, she got battered by Holly Holm and then she got battered by... The Brazilian lady. The Brazilian Amanda. lady. Amanda. Nunez. Yeah. No, she didn't ever fought Cyborg. Okay. Not yet. Uh, that could be in wrestling. Is Cyborg the yeah. top chick? She's now? gone up against no, Becky Lynch Cyborg, now, I think. We don't call them chicks, Ben. Cyborg um, recently chick? got battered by Amanda Nunez. 
So mm. Nunez is, is she's, the, she is the she's queen the alpha, queen bee. alpha line. Yeah. But look, this is something we could revisit. We could revisit, we could revisit the work we could of part two. Dave Batista. Who who have we forgotten about? Because they're bound. I'm not asking you, Rachel. I'm asking the listeners. Yeah, <laughs> I can see you there getting ready to answer my question. <laughs> who have we forgotten about, though? Have we forgotten about other actors who've made maybe tentative steps into Hollywood, who made one or two films and then dropped off, like Triple H. And um, he's a really good example of someone yeah. who they kind of wanted to become a film star, but it never happened for him. Mm. Or. Aww. Or I mean, it's Dave, okay. I think he's fine. He's I think fine. he's all right the way he is. He's made him. So he's okay. Yeah. So if anyone has any examples that they can point towards us, they can let us know. Ben, do you want to wrap us up? Oh, I get to do the wrap up. Okay. As always, we are on iTunes. We are on YouTube. We are on Spotify. That's probably the easiest way you can find us these days. Um, if you want to get in touch with us at the podcast, we have uh, Instagram. Just get in touch with us there, and you can email us directly from Instagram. If you don't have Instagram and you want to email us the old-fashioned way, it's Michael and Benjamin's Podcast at Gmail. Um, if we've missed anything do let us know we are looking for ratings on the owl iTunes go on chuck us an owl rating there give us an owl review um, if you were at Dublin Comic Con get in touch with us we've loads of pictures and videos and stuff coming up so stay tuned to all the different things give us an owl subscribe and owl listen and we'll have videos coming uh, throughout the following weeks Rachel thank you very very much uh, thank we you for really having appreciate me. having you here and we'll have you back as soon as possible for thank part you for your two service. of our <laughs> <laughs> there goes our American listenership <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you on for wrestling part 2 um, and I'm off to go hate some women bye <laughs> <laughs> bye going an hour